You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. I want to hit the news that just dropped overnight for us East Coast folks. Uh, Josh McDaniels fired from his head coaching position of the Las Vegas Raiders. He is done. They also fired their offensive coordinator. They're, they're, they fired their GM. They are cleaning house. Okay. Um, Josh McDaniels now has two pretty unsuccessful stints as a head coach. The previous job with the Denver Broncos. Former Giants linebacker Antonio Pierce is now the Raiders interim head coach. It's kind of weird for me seeing him up there like that. But uh, they're going to make the switch also to QB. Aiden O'Connell, Aiden O'Connell, rookie quarterback after the debacle that we saw on Monday night. Devonta Adams, Josh Jacobs, Jacoby Myers, Michael Mayer. All these guys need saving right now. Christian, let me ask you first. Do you think that we can see a potential positive impact for this team at all moving forward? Yeah. And what, do you, what do you make of these like fantasy relevant players that, that I just mentioned? To be honest with you, um, I thought this was all long overdue. I think, again, I didn't understand the hiring when it happened in the first place. Um, but it was clear just Josh McDaniels wasn't getting his message out to that locker room. And again, like you mentioned before, this is the second time that we've seen it happen. Um, is it going to be his last time as a head coach or at least getting a chance to be a head coach? I think it might be, which is crazy because he's still pretty young, right? Um but, I mean, we've seen two now with Denver and now with the Raiders, we've seen two complete debacles of um, of coaching jobs. And it sort of happened both the same way, right? You, he just was not it for the locker room. The, the, his message wasn't clear, was clearly not getting across. Um, there was a, just look at the players, look at the way that Devontae Adams, a veteran in this league, reacts and, right? Like, if he's reacting like that on the on the sideline, say what you want about the quarterback, I think it's, shows more about the head coach and the fact that he just simply lost the locker room, right? And I think it's been, again, long overdue. So going to its fantasy impact, I think there's a positive impact, to be honest. I think it's fresh, rejuvenated energy, um, especially with a young rookie quarterback coming in. Again, is Aiden O'Connell going to come up and light up the stat sheet? Probably not. But I think from a um, fantasy perspective, it's almost a positive because... Again, it can't get Jimmy Garoppolo. It's not like Jimmy Garoppolo was playing as as a must start quarterback, or he wasn't doing his receivers any favors, right? We saw what he's done outside of Jacoby Myers. There really wasn't anything special, and he had Devontae Adams outside of him. But Aiden O'Connell, I think he's fresh juice. A new interim head coach gives this team new rejuvenated energy. Um, less of a, I want to say. I, less, I think it's less pressure too, because now it's like, okay, the season's not necessarily a shoe in, but um, it's just fresh energy. And I think for guys like Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers, I almost give them a slight uptick, which is crazy because they're going from Jimmy Garoppolo to Aiden O'Connell and a, a rookie that wasn't really drafted that high. And he doesn't have the pedigree that Jimmy Garoppolo has. But I think if you take what, what goes on behind the scenes, I almost think it's a positive. Zach, uh, in O'Connell's f- week four start earlier this year against the Chargers, he wasn't bad, right? Josh Jacobs right. had a huge game. Uh, you know, given the fact that O'Connell was like just checking it down a ton, eight catches for 81 yards for Jacobs. So he would potentially get a huge boost if that continues. Uh, Devonta Adams went eight for 75 on 13 targets. That was his second highest target share of the year. Oh, I'm sorry, target total of the year, I should say. Uh, and that's solid considering what we've seen over the last four games, right? That was his last good right. game, by the way, 
right? Like with Aiden O'Connell. Um, but Jacoby Myers was the odd man left out in that game. Two catches for 33 yards on only four targets. Uh, they had the Giants this week. We're starting Devontae Adams. You know, you got to have him in your lineup regardless. We're starting Josh Jacobs. But are we rolling out Myers as a wide receiver too? I think this week there's something to be worried about. You know, there's definitely concern to have because Aiden O'Connell didn't target him very well in that game. But I think in the long term, like Christian was mentioning before, like I think this could be a positive. Uh, it Maybe not a positive, but a point where it's like we're going to see similar production moving forward. Like the game against Detroit, objectively, was very bad. I don't think the Raiders, they're going to watch, they're not going to wash that taste out of our mouths anytime soon. But I do also think that the Raiders can be a lot better the rest of the way than they showed Monday night. Like, for everything that went wrong, I think that was just a total failure on offense in all phases. And I'm going to give them credit. The Lions are a good team. They're a good defense. All right. I'm not going to just completely hang this all on like Jimmy Garoppolo's shoulders, even though he was the problem Monday night with Josh McDaniels, all that. They're addressing those issues. The only way to go from Monday night is up, right? The reality is before that debacle, like you mentioned, Myers, he was a real fancy wide receiver one in PPR points per game. Weeks one through seven, he was a wide receiver 12. So, I think he's still a wide receiver too moving forward. I'm not going to let one really bad game define Myers for the rest of the season. Now, the Raiders are going to be putting O'Connell in a quarterback. You know, he might be for the uh, immediate future, their quarterback, the guy under center. But in week four against the Chargers, he had that bad target share. Look at the game against the Bears when he came in at the end of the game. He threw one touchdown. It went to who? Jacoby Myers. So I think that there's not enough here for us to just suddenly panic about Jacoby Myers. Myers has shown that he can compete with Devontae Adams for targets, even though I still don't think that should be happening. I like Jacoby Myers, but Devontae Adams needs to get those targets. I think that can be corrected with the new coaching system coming in. Jimmy G, you know, he was targeting his receivers at a high rate the first couple weeks of the season. He got injured. There was a little bit of turnover. It's hard to really buy into anything that we've seen these past couple weeks because it's just been terrible. I think there is room for improvement here from what we've seen. I don't think that he's going to be Jacoby Myers out of the wide receiver wide receiver two conversation every single week. I think he definitely takes a little bit of a hit. This offensive line is still pretty bad. A big part of the reason why the Raiders struggled against the Lions was the pressure on Jimmy Garoppolo. And the same thing happened with Aiden O'Connell at quarterback in week four. Like you mentioned, Khalil Mack had six sacks. This could easily become a situation where the Raiders, I think, ride the hot hand. And we see Garoppolo a couple games maybe down the line, O'Connell a couple games down the line. But I think that the offense is going to be better um, than what we saw last night. I think it's easy to overreact and say that this is just the end of Jacoby Myers as a fancy wide receiver. I don't think that's the case. I think he still has a couple wide receiver two weeks in him. But this week, I think I'm going to temper expectations. I'm probably going to rank him outside the top 24, you know, given all the turnover that's happened these past couple, I mean, 24 hours. It makes sense. I mean, he does line up on the right perimeter on most of his routes, and the Giants have given up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers on that right side over the last four weeks, the fifth most for the season. So it's a good matchup for him. But again, like, you know, this was a relatively decent matchup this past week as well. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, you know, what we see a lot of the times with rookie quarterbacks is that they don't make it past their first read, right? But also, it seemed like if it wasn't Devontae Adams, it was like dumped down to Josh Jacobs, right? Myers has been the first read on 29% of passing plays this year with, you know, overall, and Adams was at 41%. With O'Connell in week four, it was only 16%. For Myers and Adams went all the way up to 50%, okay? So I think Myers can have his weeks, but it's very possible he takes a real hit here, right? So coming into Monday night, he had four finishes inside the top 13, as you alluded to, Zach. Not sure we'll see a whole lot of that 
moving forward. But we'll see. Maybe in those games that Jimmy G comes back in for, possibly. Devonta Adams has had one fantasy wide receiver finish on the year, meaning top 12 finish on the year. Okay, one. Jacoby Myers has had four. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we've seen, we've been ranking him as a wide receiver one this entire time. Are, are we going to see those wide receiver one days again? Uh, and, and if so, does that mean that we have to buy Devontae Adams right now, Christian? I mean, I don't, the word buy is, is it's like you're walking on a tightrope, right? It's, it depends what the asking price is. Cause again, Devontae Adams still holds a ton of name value and just pure name value. Right. So it, it ultimately depends on what you're paying for him. Are you buying Devontae Adams and you're paying like you're trading for a wide receiver one, like an elite wide receiver one? I dare I say even top 10 wide receiver one. I don't know if I would necessarily call him a buy if that's what you're paying from a price standpoint. But if you can get Devontae Adams for, let's say, a wide receiver two price where you're trading for a guy who, I mean, he's not even a top 20 receiver on the year but you get what i'm saying like if you can get him at i don't want to call it a discount because it's still expensive you're still trading for Devonte adams right you're not going to get Devonte adams if 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 his name wasn't involved here right most likely you're, you're probably trading for a guy that you could just throw in almost but it's Devonte adams so people are holding on to the name value with that being said I would consider him a buy if you can get him relatively cheap. And I'm talking like you're trading for a top 20 to 25 receiver, right? Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. And I, I don't think you have to give up wide receiver one prices at this point for Devontae no. Adams, right? Because you, Aiden O'Connell's coming in and, you know, we're not sure. You know, a lot of people, there's a lot of, um, you know, people aren't happy. If they had Devontae Adams this year, they were not happy because they drafted yeah. this player in the second round and he did not come through. Straight up, absolutely, right, absolutely. Whether it's his fault or not, right? Like it is what it is, and they could be trying to cut their losses at this point. Twenty four hundred Sports is an Odyssey company. 